Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. All right, Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. You're going to laugh at me, Hembo, as as uh, we, we talk here. So someone from ESPN's social department sent me the following note. So they, they cut up the video of the open of Get Up this morning, which was really fun. I wrote up this thing, and Damian Woody picked me up and carried me around, and it was all a lot of fun. And he made a graphic, as he describes it, that is pretty cool. It's got me being carried, and it's got – it's just a, like a fun graphic. And he wrote, hey, Greeny, I made a graphic from the Aaron Rodgers open of the show. If you want to collab on it, I can accept it from your page. Mm. To which all I can respond is, what does that mean? Like, I have no idea what he's talking about. So, what, what is he asking me if I want to do? A collab is when you invite someone to share a post with you. And so what he Isn't wants, that what posting something is in the first place? I'm inviting everyone to share it? No, because in this case, it will be ESPN and you posting in conjunction. So the power behind both... Is this both Twitter of, or Instagram? Well, that I don't know. But did he specify? You can do both? You can do both. You I can think co- it's Instagram. You can do both, but I see it most prominently on Instagram. Okay. Because it says swipe to watch on this graphic that he made. Okay. So that sounds like Instagram, right? You don't swipe anything on yeah, Twitter, I don't think. That must be Instagram. So, so how do I, if I want to collab on it, we, I can accept it from my page. What on earth do I do? Well, is it, do you know what, uh, what account it is? Is it, is it ESPN? Is it, is it SportsCenter? Is it GetUp? What, what account is it? I don't know. I just got a text from a person without a name. It just hasn't come well, the, up. Well, then the question to respond to is, is which account? And I will show you how to collab with said account. I, wrote, I just wrote back. I love it. How do I do that? Okay. Well, that's a good start. So that it, and it was read one minute ago, my text. It says read 11.01 a.m. and it's now 11.02 a.m. I hate read receipts. Why? I hate read receipts. Why do you hate that? Now because, I know he read it. Right, but I well, don't... she read it. I, I don't, don't know if this is from a hero. I have no idea who sent me this. <laughs> I don't, is this I don't a know. random number? My phone just... I, all of a sudden, I just got that. Is this a random number? I'm telling you, you have all the information I have. This guy right. might not even work at ESPN. Yeah, is there a chance this is Rick Patino's number? It's not impossible. Yeah, that was a funny story, by the way. Patino, did you... For those who didn't see it, <laughs> Patino... Well, I can read it to you because I have it right here in the Google Doc. Patino yesterday is at the Nick game, or not yesterday, whatever, when was the game? Sunday. He's at the Nick game. We showed him on ABC. Oh, and I guess that's the point of the story, is that when we, we show all the celebrities that are sitting at courtside at the Nick game, so it's it's like Ben Stiller and was there, and, and Spike is always there, and who else was there? A bunch of other famous Tracy people. Morgan. Tracy Morgan's always there. Pete Davidson Pete was Davidson. there. Yeah, Pete Davidson. Those are the, the regulars, and there were some other people who aren't always there, but whatever, it doesn't matter. And they show Patino, who's there. He's now the coach at St. John's. And I didn't notice this, but Patino tweeted yesterday, yesterday I was enjoying the Knicks game and someone read my lips on TV giving out my phone number. Over 300 plus messages came in. Here's the bizarre news. 95% were nice and positive. I got a lead on seven new recruits. So that is hilarious to me. And so Patino was changing his number. I had to do that. I had to change. You know that I have a new cell number from what I used to have. Yes, but why? And my yeah. number got compromised. Oh, it got compromised. Someone had it and it got out. And all the, I was just being inundated with texts and calls from people who obviously knew it was my phone. Oh, I see. It wasn't and, like spammed. It was it No, was, no, no. It, it was people it was someone who it was people who clearly knew it was me. I see. Or someone who clearly knew it was me. Okay. And 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 so I, that's why I had to get a new number like a year ago or something. Um so anyway, the point of it is that uh so that was funny with Patino. Yes, but we have to figure out this collab piece of things, right? Well, I'll let you know when this person. Speaking responds. of collabing, yeah, you're talking about the beginning of Get Up this morning. Yeah, what was this situation with Hembo, who is, from all accounts, a diehard Eagles fan, 
What was with him partaking in a J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets chant? He, it, it was his professional responsibility. I was asked, Bubba. I, I mean, I, I'm I was, sure you were asked, but how about a little no? I will not. There's 19 other. You got Brandon. You got Rich. You got Woody. You got you got they enough. Pull, they you pulled got Rex enough Ryan out yeah. of the woodwork You got on plenty TV. of other people. We, we talked about a couple weeks ago about how you, you, know, you wouldn't root for stuff if it's just your son, your family members, whatever. I mean, I was a little and Legler is a Commanders fan. Dis- so what is he doing? Disappointing for Same all deal you guys. with legs, guys. Yes, I was I was made uncomfortable by by needing to do this. But Greeny is my boss or my pseudo boss. He asked me to participate, and I felt that I'm an exceedingly recognizable person. Right? I need to be on at the beginning of the show to be able to support my friend Mike Greenberg on the most important day since his second child was born. If, if you so, oh, that's easily more important than that. Let me also say this: that that if you watch the video, I've got it up now on my Instagram page. It's not collabing with anybody, to my knowledge. But that might change soon, so stay posted, stay tuned for that. But anyway, uh, if you go to it, which is at ESPN Greeny on Instagram, if you haven't seen it, you'll see it. And if you watch it, people are pointing out to me that Bubba, to the point you make, after the JETS chant, Damian Woody picks me up. Alan Hahn goes like jetting around the studio. Hembo walks off with like a look of disgust on his face. Like you look like you had been forced to eat something that you really didn't want to try. So if it makes Bubba, if it if it if it if it's in any way his defense, right? I think he demonstrated his distaste for the entire episode, despite the fact that he did partake. No, I mean I agree. I, I did notice he didn't seem to enjoy it. I'll give him, I'll give him that. Mm-hmm. He definitely didn't seem to enjoy it. I was just a little surprised he did agree to do it i would have thought they were like no thanks you got enough jets fans i'll just sit over here no i mean to me this was the best way to do it sort of a silent protest say yes to the to the ask but then make it exceedingly obvious with my behavior that i did not want to be there to me this is the best way to handle the situation yeah legler too legler was like wait a minute what am i supposed to do and i was like just stand there and when we all yell j-e-t-s just do it with us and I, he didn't really want to but no. i didn't care like we just needed a like we couldn't just do it with a collection of people that that the audience didn't know i wanted all the familiar faces like we did a great job brandon who's our stage manager has the loudest j-e-t-s chant you've ever heard in your life he's like fireman ed is jealous of him how loud he is and oh by the way he is a crazy jet fan so he was happy to do it we got Vinny, who was one of the security guards who was wearing a jet shirt anyway just anyway because he's just <laughs> excited that the jets got um far, uh, got rogers i i did set aside this time because i think it is uh, my responsibility as a na- as a host of a national sports radio show to analyze this from the packers side and i think they did very well in this so the Packers, look, any of us who've ever been in a relationship, there comes a time that, that, that just you know it's over. Like, just you, the relationship has to come to an end. And I think that the Packers found that place with Rodgers. So the question of was, was getting rid of Rodgers the right or wrong thing to do, I think is the wrong question to ask. Like, you don't get rid of Rodgers and get better immediately. That can't be the bar that we hold them to. They, I think, had just come to the end of the road. So if we then take that as a given, I think you have to look at the organization and say, they did a pretty good job being ready for it. I have no idea how good Jordan Love is going to be or not, but they have a player that they believe in, that they've invested in, that they've developed, who is ready to step in. It's not like they're sitting there going, okay, who's our quarterback going to be now? Like they're ready for this. They have good young receivers. They have good running backs. 
They're, they got the 13th pick now, so you figure maybe they draft on that offensive line to get Jordan Love, you know, some protection. They have a pretty good defense. I think they have a chance, and, and then they get a, a second-round pick next year that might turn into a one. So I think they have a chance to not rebuild but reload. That doesn't mean they're a Super Bowl team right this minute, but I think they have a chance to be pretty good pretty quickly. So, and, and, and again, I said it before, while I'm in favor of the Jets making this trade despite this, I think the Packers won the negotiation. They got more from it than I thought they might. So I think you have to say the Packers did all things considered very well here. Yeah, that's right. And, and knowing what we know now, which is very little, how do you think we're going to look back on the Packers' decision in 2020 to move up in the first round and draft Jordan Love? Because I think that they received an unbelievable amount of scorn for that decision. But I don't think Aaron Rodgers winds up winning back-to-back MVPs if they hadn't done it. And Jordan Love might well become great. He might well not. But what the Packers cannot be blamed, or what you cannot say about the Packers, is that they don't build the off-ramp at the quarterback position, which so many organizations fail to do. So no, they didn't reach the top of the mountain again with Aaron Rodgers. But I think almost regardless of how Jordan Love winds up turning out, their process was sound, and I can reward them for that. I think that's fair, because I don't think that there are any... There's, the only way that you would have said it was a bad decision is if, A, Jordan Love winds up being bad, and we'll have to wait and see, and, B, it impacted Rodgers adversely. Well, it didn't do that. It, it, it made Rodgers play better. Now, some of the Rodgers waffling, not showing up, did it cost them Devontae Adams, that kind of stuff. Would all that have happened if they hadn't traded, or excuse me, you know, traded up, I guess you could say, to draft Jordan Love? We'll never know. All things considered, I do think the Packers come out of this looking pretty good. Now, there is a flip side to that. Let me pause and I will tell you the area where the Packers come off of this looking really, really bad. This is Greeny. We're live from the Seaport District at Pier 17, brought to you by Chase, and that's next on ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute. But Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder.
This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Greeny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. Greeny, the podcast. It's Lee on Greeny. If they cut off your pinky toe and you didn't know it, how long would it take you to figure it out? Like, I'm not convinced. No, I don't think that's true at all. Whenever you put your socks on. Okay, so that is at minimum a day. (laughs) Do you you look at them real carefully? You get up in the morning and you somewhat quickly throw on a pair of socks. Do you think it's not possible that you might not notice that you only have four toes on one of your feet? I think your pedicurist at some point says to you, you know, you only have nine toes now. (laughs) And and at that point you say, oh, what happened to my tenth toe? This is Greeny. Greeny on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. You can watch us on the ESPN app. Just click on watch. Look for hashtag Greeny and enjoy. Uh, with a, a big day that we have working here on Aaron Rodgers, and I, I took a, a few minutes uh, away from my own enthusiastic response to consider the Green Bay side of this, and, and we just spent a couple of minutes giving them a lot of credit. The, the Packers are a very good football organization. No one can take that away, and... Uh, they have put themselves in a position where they were ready when Favre retired with a guy in the wings who, if anything, was even better. And now they're ready in the – well, Favre didn't retire, but you know what I mean. And and now they're ready with the departure of Rodgers with a guy waiting in the wings who they think is going to be good. And, and he may very well be. And that's outstanding organizational stability, and that's, that's our job really well done. However, I will – I think this has to be said. There have been very few instances of franchises going back-to-back quarterbacks like Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. First ballot Hall of Fame play for that period of time? Very few instances. You have Joe Montana to Steve Young, which I would assume in San Francisco would be close to the same number of years. Green Bay probably longer. Favre and Rodgers both played fuller careers than I feel like Steve did. you have numbers in front of you? It's only 21 years for those two. For who? For Montana, for Montana and, and Young. Young. And how many years was this? 30? 31. 31. 30, yes, 31 years. What, what else would even go in the discussion? Like, let's even put Andrew Luck, who I don't know if he's going to wind up in the Hall of Fame or not because of the premature end to his career. But let's even say he looked like you were sort of sliding from one to the next on that. I mean, they didn't go Unitas to Manning. 
So Peyton and Luck together would be what? Probably something like 17, 18 years? Yeah, 99 to 20. Yes, about that. Something like that. W- whatever it is. How many? What else would even go in this discussion? So I have a list here from the Elias Sports Bureau. We asked them consecutive years that you had an MVP quarterback. Okay. But some of these names just don't stack up. Because, go ahead. So for 22 years... The Bengals had Ken Anderson and Boomer Esiason. Okay, they both won MVP. They were both very good. I think they would both tell you that they were not Favre and Aaron. So from 51 to 73, the 49ers had Y.A. Tittle, Earl Morrill, and John Brody. Yeah, I mean, Tittle is is an historically great player. Morrill, I don't remember him. I don't know much about him there. Um, But he had a very good career before he got to Baltimore, and, and then we know that he won the MVP the year of Super Bowl three, And then for 26 years, the Colts were between 56 and 81. Unitas to Morrill to Burt Jones. Burt Jones was an MVP. Burt Jones was a very good player, but not of this magnitude. So, okay, those are the examples. I guess my point is, so let's go back over some of those. Let's keeping it in the relatively modern era. Like Joe Montana and Steve Young, between them, they won five Super Bowls. Um, who else did we say there? Anderson and Esiason. Uh, they won zero Super Bowls. Uni- they made two. So Unitas, Morrill, and Burt Jones. I mean, Unitas between- would have won a bunch of championships in the pre-Super Bowl era. Mm-hmm. Morrill took them to a Super Bowl that they lost, that Unitas came in, in late in the game against the Jets. And who was the last one? Uh, Burt Jones. Burt Jones. They never, they no. never, I don't even, I'm not sure he won a playoff game. Um, so, so look, I mean, what, what, this is a good way of illustrating that having back-to-back quarterbacks like Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers almost never has happened in the history of the sport. For them in all of that time to have made three Super Bowls and won two, I think that has to be considered a failure. I think it has to be. And I don't know who you point the finger at because it's such a long period of time. You can't Hmm. blame any one person. But wouldn't you agree? If you're going to have quarterbacks that good for that long, to only make it to the Super Bowl three times, you're basically talking about making it to the Super Bowl once a decade right? and winning it once every 15 years. Is that enough? It's not enough, but to whom do we point the finger? That, that's well, I'm the, asking you. The answer is they just got unlucky because over that same period of time, they won more regular season games and they won more playoff games than any team in their conference. Only New England won more of both since the day that Brett Favre showed up 31 years ago. And so... Like, their process, as good as anybody's. Their success in the aggregate, as good as anybody's. But reaching the top of the mountain is sometimes a fluky, lucky-based thing. And in their case, they got fairly unlucky. Do we think that? We think, I think that. Are championships in football fluky and lucky? I don't think history tells us that. I, I think championships in baseball now can be deemed fluky and lucky because you, you allow so many teams into the postseason and baseball is not a sport where the best team will always win a short series. Baseball is really much more about the marathon than the sprint. Basketball and hockey, that postseason is so long and so grueling that you're going to have very few flukes despite the fact that so many teams make the playoffs. In football... What's the last Super Bowl champion that you would say was a total fluke? Was not one of the really good teams in the sport that year? The Giants? Nine and seven Giants, probably. That's a long time ago. 2011. That's once. But but we're still talking about a single elimination tournament, and we're talking about a salary cap sport. And the Patriots are the only team that have been able to have the kind of success that you're saying the Packers should have had over the last three decades. What I'm saying is 
They've won more regular season games than anybody in their conference and more playoff games than anybody in their conference. And they have some heartbreaking playoff losses. Sometimes this is just how the cookie crumbles. So that's an interesting way of, of responding to that. So, so that's differently. Bubba, who's, who's right here? And I will admit that Hembo is kind of making me weaken my position to some degree. Do you believe it can be described as an organizational failure or at least disappointment? Well, is disappointment, would you agree with disappointment? Sure, it, it can be disappointing. It's disappointing. Sure. What, what do you think of this, Bubs? I, you know, I would agree it's disappointing, but I think I'm kind of more with, with Hembo just because I think all of their stuff is just so skewed by what the Patriots have done that we're just so jaded that nothing is really real. We can't compare anything to what they've done. Like what Brady and Belichick was so unrealistic that anything compared to them looks like pathetic, you know? Well, and, and so I think winning those Super Bowls that they've done, you know, as someone who's a Jets fan, as someone who's a Cowboys fan, we're just hoping to get a, a Super Bowl and we and so and we're looking at them as failures. Like they've done it, you know? And like, yes, it's disappointing that they've only got a couple of them, but I think it's very difficult to win in the NFL. And I think I think it disappointing is okay to say, but I think there, it is fluky. And yeah, some, they've had some bad losses. So I, I don't think it's anyone's specific fault. I just think what the Patriots did just makes everyone else's kind of look worse. Well, let's do, but let's do the flip side of that. Maybe the most important thing, Hembo, you said is the salary cap. Because pre-salary cap, the NFL had dynasties every, every decade. Right, the NFL had the Packers in the '60s, and it had the Steelers in the '70s, and it had the 49ers in the '80s, and it had the Cowboys in the '90s. And oh, by the way, during that time, the Cowboys were ridiculously good every year in the '70s, also, and won the Super Bowl twice and made it two other times. And so, teams made regular Super Bowl appearances. The Vikings made four Super Bowls in the span of I don't, I don't know you know how many years. The the Washington then Redskins made it to the Super Bowl and won three Super Bowls in the span of a little over a decade with three different quarterbacks. So organizations were more now I think the biggest difference is the hard cap, the hard salary cap changed that dynamic because now you can't keep these teams together and you had a superstar quarterback that whole time that you had to pay a lot of money to the pa- the yeah Packers the money not, was also different yes that's true did not really benefit from a rookie contract in either case by the time Rodgers was a starter he was at the end of his rookie contract. B- because the other way to look and there weren't rookie contracts then rookie contracts didn't become a thing until sometime after that anyway what, whatever year it was that Sam Bradford came into the year was 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 the last year of the non-rookie yeah, contracts but 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 the, but 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 so you're making really good points now and let, let me add another one to that which is the flip side of it is if you make a list of quarterbacks with more than one championship, very few of them are greater players than Rodgers, right? Right. So, so you got Brady in Montana and Bradshaw. That's the top. Brady's got seven. Montana's got four. Bradshaw's got four. Candidly, having watched their whole careers, Terry was not a greater player than Aaron Rodgers, but the magnitude of his accomplishment was such you have to put it in a different class. Was Troy Aikman a better quarterback than Aaron Rodgers? He won three championships. I don't think was so. Was Eli Manning a better quarterback? Was Peyton Manning I mean, a quarter, better quarterback? Was Bob Greasy a better quarterback? I'm just doing the two was in my head. Jim Plunkett, not a better quarterback. Who else won two Super Bowls? Uh, Who am I forgetting? Ben Roethlisberger. Ben Roethlisberger, not better than Aaron. Did you mention John Elway? Elway. Elway was a better quarterback. Mahomes uh, 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 Right up there. Mahomes now. My point is, 
Like half the quarterbacks who won more than one championship are not better historically than Rodgers. So their teams figured something out that the Packers didn't. Right. And if we're going to, we're going to, let's use 1994. That's the first year of the salary cap as our cutoff. There are a lot of teams that have won two Super Bowls in that time. Among them are the Packers, of course, but we're not going to equate the Buccaneers or the Rams or the Ravens with the Packers, just like we wouldn't say that a, 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 an individual quarterback with two rings, who is clearly not what Aaron Rodgers is, is greater than what he is. There's, there's, it's too reductive to, to do that as our sort of baseline analysis. Uh, let me open the phones here to you. We, we've, we've had enough of us talking. Let's hear from you talking. We haven't taken calls in a while. This feels like a day to do it. What is your reaction, no matter where you are, no matter what your perspective is, no matter who you root for, what is your reaction to one of the biggest trades, most significant trades in recent NFL memory? 888-SAY-ESPN is our number. 888-729-3776. Back in a moment on ESPN Radio. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Brainstorm, what is something that works so well that it's basically magic? Air conditioning? Noise-canceling headphones? Meeting-free Fridays? What about selling with Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're auctioning autographed apparel or selling sleek skis, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet best converting checkout up to 36% better compared to all other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort. Thanks to Shopify magic, your AI powered all-star Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U S and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's and Brooklyn and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus Shopify's extensive help resources are there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow grow with shopify sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at shopify.com slash greenie all lowercase go to shopify.com slash greenie now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash greenie with everyone fighting for attention how can your business stand out and connect with customers easy get constant contact constant contacts award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out stay top of mind and see big results fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Greenie, the podcast.
Any with you on ESPN Radio, when it comes to scoring great hires for your business, you may be up against a few obstacles, especially right now. That's why you need ZipRecruiter on your team. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. I like this song a lot, um, The Killers. The, um, the thing I'll say quickly before I jump into the calls here at 888-SAY-ESPN, just whatever your reaction is to the big trade, Aaron Rodgers traded from the Packers to the Jets and Green Bay got a lot in return. It's, 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 a, it's a rich story, um, you know, regardless of your fandom, and obviously mine makes it particularly important to me. But there was one really gratifying tweet that I saw in there. So I've, I've got, you know, we opened Get Up exactly as over the top today as you would expect. Like, I, I think people wanted that from us today. I think it was necessary that we did it, and we opened it super over the top. I mean, Damien, up to and including Damien Woody, picking me up and carrying me around the studio and... And, and we did a J-E-T-S chant and all the rest of that. So um, that, that, that was all great and fun. And I post it. And, and it's up on, if you haven't seen it, it's on both my Twitter and my Instagram pages, both of which are at ESPN Greening. In fact, the collab worked. That seems to have been collabed now by whoever this person is who's sending me texts and asking if they can do that and logged in as me. I hope I didn't just give my credentials to a stranger. They seem to have done right by me so far. Anyway, none of that is the point of the story. The point is, there's always going to be the reaction of, isn't this a, a nationally syndicated show? You, you're showing no professionalism. Greenberg's homerism is terrible. I've been hearing that for 25 years. I mean, I, I have been. And I get it. I understand why that might seem frustrating to people. But I did see one tweet that I really liked. Someone wrote, it's great to see that the host is just as much of a fan as I am. And that's all I want it to be. Now, going back, when we first did Mike and Mike, people criticized me like crazy for openly rooting for my teams on the air because that was at a time when if you did a national show, you weren't supposed to do it. And I just couldn't think of any other way to do this. Like, why am I doing this in the first place? Like, Mike played in the NFL. He had an obvious reason for being there. What am I doing here? I'm just here because I'm a fan at the end of the day. That, that's, I just care about this stuff, the same as you. So I get it. Sometimes it might get annoying to you that I'm talking about my team so much. I fully get that. Like, I, I would feel exactly the same way. But I do believe that underneath it, I hope that people recognize that at the end of the day, I'm just like you in that way. Like, this may be my job and it may not be yours, but... I'm here because I love my teams the same way you love yours. So <clears throat> that tweet made me feel good. Anyway, we have a funny story to finish up the show with today in a few minutes. But first, let's take some calls. 888-SAY-ESPN, your reaction to the enormous trade. Cam, who we got today first up? We got Joe in Kansas. All right, Joe. What you, I'm, I'm on my way out, well, to Missouri today. I'll be in Kansas City um, one way or the other. But anyway, Joe, what's your reaction to the trade? Well, I am in Kansas City. I'm actually just a few blocks from uh, from the stage where the draft will take place. Oh, so nice. uh, we look forward to. So why did Cam you. say you were uh, from Kansas? Hold on, I'm going to let you make your point. But Cam, what was it that led you to say that this nice gentleman is from Kansas? When in fact, did you not know that Kansas City? If he said I'm from Kansas City, did you then say okay, he's from Kansas? No, I did know that. Bubba took the call, wrote it on oh. the screen. I just read it, you know. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I, somewhere along the line, we had a miscommunication geographically speaking. Kansas was somewhere in there. Anyway, sorry. What was your question, sir? 
It, it's a it's a common mistake. First I'm well all, aware that it's in Man- I'm, Missouri. All right, I'm, I'm not sure, Bubba, that. that you are. I'm sorry, we're continuing to talk over this. Nice I've man. been I've been there many Let times. Joe talk. I'm well what aware. Do you mean many times. How many times have you been to Kansas City, Missouri? Uh, I mean, I've been to Kansas like five times. Why so. have you been to Kansas don't, five times? Don't worry about why I go to Kansas. Why were you, what were where in Can- what were you in Lawrence? Where in Kansas Topeka? were you? I, I got things that, I got things cooking up over there. Right, He's enough. visiting the set of Wizard of Oz. Let, <laughs> let Joe talk. All right, Joe, go ahead. What did you want to say about this trade? Uh, uh, well, first of all, thank you for your book. I'm enjoying it with my 11 year old son. Thank you. Um, the uh, the I just want to, and I'm, and I'm not trying to rain on your parade here, but you, uh, Hembo's made lots of points about how great the Jets' defense has been, uh, has, how good it was last year, and, and you keep saying that you know bringing Rodgers to the Jets is going to make them a Super Bowl contender. However, I just want to point out that the Jets' offense last year only scored tw- more than 20 points, or scored 20 or less points 10 times, yeah. and only once over 20 points in the last 10 weeks of the season. Right. I think teams play down to the Jets, and that's why their defense on paper looks like it's better than it really is. I don't think the Jets are going to win more than nine or ten games. I'm sorry to rain on your well, look, parade, I mean, but look, welcome to Kansas City. That's a good call. Thank you. And here's the thing. Sometimes scoring numbers can be skewed, I agree, because teams will uh, game plan their own offensive attack based upon what they're expecting to need. I think that's fair. That said, if you watch the Jets' defense last year, it genuinely is really good. Really good. Sauce Gardner is really good. Quinnen Williams is really good. They have two of the best defensive players in the league. They also have an excellent linebacker in C.J. Mosley. The secondary in general is very good. They have an, an elite defensive coach. Robert Sala, I think it's fair to say the jury is still out on him as a head coach. But as a defensive coordinator, he was sensational in San Francisco, and he knows how to coach defense, and he, and he did, proved it again last year. So while I understand your point, and, and were their numbers maybe slightly inflated, or for the case of this, deflated? Maybe. But I also, I, I believe the Jets have a genuinely excellent defense. Yes, the Jets do have a genuinely excellent defense, even if you want to exclude the scoring piece of it and use other advanced stats, which I have access to, that kind of neutralize everything else. There is no argument that they were, at minimum, a top 10 defense last year and return most everybody. Cam, who's next? Matt in Michigan, unless Bubba got it wrong again. Yeah, Matt, where in Michigan are you? Uh, West Michigan, Grand Haven. Okay, fair enough. So, so Bubba seems to have gotten that one right. Nice. All right, Matt, what is yeah, your... congratulations, Bubba. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. <laughs> Matt, what, yeah, is no your, problem. what is your reaction to the Rogers trade? Yeah, be, well, before I uh, say anything, I, I'm not going, I am going to rain on your parade. First and foremost, he's leaving the NFC North. I'm a diehard Lions fan, thank God, okay, because he's just tormented us for years and years and years. That being said, I think he's an excellent quarterback, Greeny. However, he's old, and your team is young. So how do you th- how, how are the, the Jets going to be relevant with the addition of Aaron Rodgers, given that the AFC is the most top-heavy uh, you know, league with quarterbacks in the NFL? You got Burrow. Who else do you oh, got? Yeah, yeah, Burrow, Mahomes, Allen, the list goes on and on. Absolutely. Here's how I would describe this. If you, if you ever get in a poker game, right, there's an ante. Like, there's a, there's a cost of just being allowed to sit at the table. We have that now. It doesn't guarantee us, you know, a straight flush. 
It, it just means that we're going to get dealt cards. The Jets have a chance now. You, we had no chance. The Jets have a, a really, really, really talented roster that had zero chance to accomplish anything because the quarterback play was so bad. Rodgers immediately is the ante. He gets you at the table. Now, just how good is he going to be? We don't know yet. If he is the Rodgers who was one of the best players in the whole league for a really long time, if he can look eye-to-eye at Burrow, Allen, Mahomes, and anyone else you want to put in that, then the Jets have as good a chance as anyone to get to the Super Bowl. They genuinely do. I'm not saying they're going to, and I don't know how you would assess what that chance is. What, what does Vegas say? Where are they? I know the Jets' odds didn't change at all because the Rodgers piece of it was baked into the cake already. In, yeah. But where are they in the pecking order in the AFC? I'll find you, I'll find you comparable teams. So let's see here. If I'm looking at... But who's uh, the favorite? Kansas City? The favorite is Kansas City at 3.5 to 1. Then Buffalo at 4.5 to 1. Then Cincinnati at 5.5 to 1. That's to win the AFC or the Super Bowl? The AFC. Okay. And then the Jets are at 7 to 1. The Jets so are the next. fourth best odds. All right. So that's what, the, that's what Orlovsky said, is that there's a tier and that, and that those are the teams on it. All right. Let's do one more, Cam. Who have you got? Uh, we got Bubba in Bristol, who wants to point out something that uh, has not been brought up yet okay, today. Okay. Go ahead, Bubba. Yeah. I just had a question. Um, just wondering, you know, we had brought this up a few months ago. I remember hearing you mention on the show you were going to do something called a darkness retreat. Oh, yes. If Rodgers uh, came to the Jets. So I'm just curious, have you booked your darkness retreat yet? I haven't heard you mention it yet on the show today. So no, here's the problem. just want to know what the situation is for that. So, is. so here's what I'd like to ask. If anyone knows anywhere besides that place in Oregon to do a darkness retreat, tweet it at me. At ESPN Greenie or tweet, you know, hashtag Greenie or something. Because... I've only I looked this up. I looked into this. I can only find one place that does it. It's that place. And they're booked through like the end of next year. They offered me like one set of dates that I can't go. And and so I don't know how I'm supposed to do this. Like like we can't create this. Like we, this has to be done by professionals. You can't just put me in a dark room for 3 days. Like that's not safe. <laughs> you need you need people monitoring you who know, you know, when to bring eh, you food. Eh. No, you need a room that is set up for this. Eh. Like I've actually done some research. I'm actually interested in doing Bubba, this. Bubba, I'm hearing a lot of excuses from a man who can text Adam Schefter to get Aaron Rodgers' number literally today and get that hookup and connection and I'm not hearing uh, I'm not hearing much out of you right now. What are the that- chances Rogers stays at my house? So, so Rogers is coming into <laughs> Jersey tonight. I'm going to Kansas City. Stace is in Paris. The apartment is open. Right now, there is, we have a beautiful apartment that is no one staying in it. He is welcome to stay there. Huh. I might wind up being in L.A. for longer than I planned. Stace okay. is away for at least a week. Uh-huh. So, so like he can have the place. What you, are the chances? You'd be totally fine with that, or is that just a thing to say on TV to no, like, you fine. Know, rally the crew? Fine. You're fine with Aaron Rodgers. He seems very clean to me. He seems, he seems very clean. He doesn't seem clean to you? He seems like a little bit different than you. Like he's, I don't think he lives in a similar fashion. He's a lot bit different from me. But I think he, I, 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 he could stay in my house. You think that Aaron Rodgers, in your sheets, on your couch, watching well, we your didn't, didn't Stand by. I didn't yeah. say he could sleep in my room. So where is he sleeping then? In another room? In whose room? Well, the guest room? He's, he's staying in the guest room, sure. even though no one is occupying the master. At this particular moment in time, yes, that that's correct. So you know what? If he wanted to stay in my room, he could. So you would let Aaron Rodgers share your sheets? Yeah, I mean, yes. I mean, they'd be washed between such time as he slept in them and I slept Is in them. Is there another yes. person in the world whom you would allow to do that? Is there a person? Probably not. I mean, I, it, I, you'd be hard pressed. So you'd likely or if let- Paul McCartney called me and said, "Yeah, Greeny, I'd like to stay over the house." 
I probably would let him. You'd let him sleep in the master? We'd have to talk about it. <laughs> How about either of your children? Uh, no, so most certainly not. Are you kidding me? Have you seen my children? All right. Anyway, <laughs> great fun today. Really enjoyed this. Thank you, everyone, for your reaction. I want to play one thing for you before we wrap up, because I haven't heard this yet. So, Bubba, is there anything that I need in the setup for this? The guys on the Michael K. Show in New York, apparently we're talking about my underwear. Well, yeah, what, I mean, honestly, this? I listened to it, and I, I don't even understand the context. So I don't think we need context. It just kind of came out of nowhere, and so I think you're good. All right. So, so I'm assuming the voices we're going to hear are Michael K., Don LaGreca, and Peter Rosenberg. Correct. Uh, here we go. Let's all hear it together. Don, you know darn well Greeny doesn't wear boxers. Really? Really? What what gives you that idea? He's yeah. just not a boxer guy. He, he, now he might go boxer briefs. I'm thinking only he probably goes bikini underwear. You you're just to get really clear this up. You've not only thought about Mike Greenberg's underwear. You've pictured it. And when you pictured it, <laughs> you pictured it being bikini briefs. Really? I just see the t- he, he he he's he's a very, you know, he's He's very particular about what he wears. He's, he, that is big. No. To speak his language, he probably wears a thong to show off the tuchus. <laughs> okay, that's done at the end with the mispronunciation of the word tuchus. Um, okay, so let's, let's start. That's very funny. Let, let's start with, well, I was about to say, do you want to guess what kind of underwear I wear? But, I mean, does anyone want to do that? Like, that's a terrible thing. That, that's the first reaction you have to? Yeah, well, I mean, they're not right. <laughs> oh, they're so, not right. So I most certainly do not wear bikini briefs no. or any briefs. Boxers. Let me tell you right now. There is only there are two kinds of men in this world who wear briefs. Men who look bad in them and men who are wrong about how they look in them, which is to say if you think you look good in briefs, you're wrong. No man looks good in briefs. Zero, none. That's not true. Yes, it is. It is not true. Name a man who looks good in briefs. I look good in briefs. No, you don't. Yes, I, I do. You I w- think you do, no. but you don't. I look good in briefs. Get I wear briefs as phone. well. You Damn. wear briefs? Yes. That's a terrible decision. They're comfortable. No, they're not comfortable. <laughs> and I bet Cam looks good in briefs, too. Thank you, Hembo. I guarantee you, my Cam. Colleague. Look, my Cam good friend, your, Hembo. Cam, take your pants off right now. <laughs> no, <I'm good. laughs> Cam, Cam. <laughs> Would you, here's the last. No, Greeny, this is the question that you We've have reached to a answer. new low here. No, 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 I just no, said, Cam, so. take your pants off. Would you let Aaron Rodgers wear your briefs? I don't have briefs. I don't have any You're for lying. him to wear. I don't. Would you let so him wear whatever you haven't established you wear. what are you wearing? He could, I, I wear boxer briefs. Would you let Aaron Rodgers wear your boxer briefs in your bed? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I would. <laughs> okay. This is, we, we need to go. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Or watch the show through the Watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN. And also available wherever you get your podcasts.